Welcome to the 245 Podcast, where that's the amount of days I have spent in-game playing Minecraft. I, I believe it, honestly. <laughs> I mean, the amount of hours... We did the math, and that's 5,880 hours for 24-hour days. And that might not be too big of an exaggeration, which is a little no. concerning. I mean, every time I come home from class in the afternoon, you're there. Mm-hmm. But you haven't been playing a lot of Minecraft recently. No. Fortnite? Fortnite dominated like the beginning of the school year, but now it's like Bloons Tower Defense 6. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Such a good game. I have, Bloons Tower Defense, like I've never one played of the it. most like timeless games ever. Yeah, I was just going to say, I've been playing Bloons Tower Defense, well, I haven't played in a long time, but I started playing, I think, 4 when I was in, I don't know, probably like fourth, third, fourth grade. Yeah. Is that a cool math game or is that a separate thing? Uh, Bloons Tower Defense 4 That's was Ninja on Kiwi. cool math games. Was on cool math games, but it, yeah, Ninja Kiwi is like the main platform it's on. Oh, okay. Yep. Cool. Also, guys, when are we going to play Minecraft? We haven't played all year. Oh my yeah, goodness. We got to have a Minecraft night. One day I was just missing it so much that I opened Minecraft and played like one game of Bed Wars by myself, but then I got wrecked and I quit. <laughs> maybe maybe we should have a live podcast a live streaming not live stream but like no we need twitch we need a twitch <laughs> channel <laughs> follow us on our twitch account 245 podcast uh just kidding we don't have that um yeah. but like what if we like played minecraft and like recorded our voices or i think that would be, be really funny uh, actually that'd be really okay you don't see what our screens at all yeah but we you would just oh, hear yeah. our voices while but we're we, playing we would be talking about like other stuff but then there would be like random dialogue about what's going on in the game <laughs> it's like sorry guys i can't i can't talk about this topic right now i'm too busy grinding cranking 90s on this kid <laughs> <laughs> Joey's like uh, talking about some random topic and then suddenly just like gets super angry because he dies in bed Okay, we need to, just hear we me need in the background just heavy breathing. Okay, add to the list. Oh, yeah, Mitch. Mitch. <laughs> add it to the list. But Mitch, my favorite is when you get mad and you start banging your mouth on the table. That's that's my favorite. Oh, it's so hey, funny. Joey, it's so funny. Joey, add it to the notion table right now. What? Oh, Podcast oh, live playing Bed Wars. Okay, yep. I'm yep. adding it right now. Epic. All right, that's going to be a future episode, but for this episode, we are going to do a random topic generator, as you probably saw by the title. So Micah has a random topic generator generator pulled up. He's going to click the yes. button. We're going to talk about it. We might talk about right. mul- multiple. We'll, we'll, we'll see where it goes. Yep. But Mike, hit it. All right. Can I get a drum roll, please, before I hit click this button? There we go. What do you think about reality TV? Why do you think it's so popular? Ooh. I think that's a good one. That is a good one. Any like opening thoughts on reality TV? And we're we're talking like, are we talking like, we we can talk about a lot of different things like Survivor, Amazing Race. Like that's a reality TV show. Okay. I have, I have some thoughts right now because I feel like this is pretty relevant in my experience right now because a lot of my friends are like, really into a bunch of reality TV shows here. And it's it's strange. Ooh. So like which uh, ones? yesterday I actually watched one with them called Alone. And it is I think I've heard of that. Basically ten people get thrown out in the middle of nowhere Canada and whoever survives the longest wins five hundred thousand dollars. Or if anyone who survives a hundred days. It's either the last man standing or anyone who makes it a hundred days. And they get like a few select tools and yeah, they basically just need to build a shelter. It's across seasons, so like winter's coming. It hasn't made it there yet where we're at. But yeah, they just build a shelter. They need to forage, kill meat to 
get food. And if at any point they need to drop, they have like a phone where they call it tapping out and they like can call and get picked up. So right now, I think there are six people remaining. Four people have tapped out. Maybe five. I think it's only four have tapped out, though. But Sorry, it's funny. Me and Mitch just look at each other and both have the same thing. It sounds just like the Mr. Beast video. (laughs) (laughs) hundred days in a circle. A couple weeks ago, he had to survive a hundred days in a circle and he won $500,000. Honestly, Mr. Beast is pretty close to reality. Honestly, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's one that's one reality TV show where I kind of get the draw. Like for me, that stuff is interesting. It's interesting to survive out in the wilderness. Yeah, it's kind of like Survivor. I mean, not exactly, but like that same idea. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So Which, I, I I like the Survivor like Amazing Race kind of style reality TV shows. Like those seem super fun. I've been watching Survivor for uh, a few years now. I think I started watching like maybe five years ago. Um, and I like want to apply for Survivor after college. And me and Joey actually decided uh, a few days ago that we're going to apply for the Amazing Race after college, and and see That's if we get hype. on. Yeah. That's fun. We'll see if that actually happens. I think we would dominate. I feel like we would. We got the chemistry. Yeah. Easy. Easy win. Wait, Easy so clap. I haven't, I haven't watched Amazing Race. I sort of know what it is, but can you guys give me more details? It's like so they they all start in the same place. It's like teams of two. It's like twelve teams of two. And then they have to go like basically around the world and like find different clues and complete different challenges. Um, and then like you have to find like a pit stop at the end of every day or like episode. And then like the last person there gets eliminated. So you have to be in the first episode, one of the first 11 to be there. And then it just goes down from there. Um, so what, what would give you two an edge? We're both athletic. Mm. Um, we have stamina. We, I would say we're smart. yeah so let's let's talk about that one a little mitch would you would you agree Uh, i mean we got the we got the film and the ministry major wait hey hey hey, 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 what are you saying what are you saying about uh nothing i I think what do you mean by that never mind let's just move on (laughs) i mean like we know how to complete challenges you know that kind of stuff uh, I've done a little bit of traveling around the world and by around the world, I mean to one country in Africa. <laughs> uh, Joey's never left the United States. Yeah. Yeah. I went to Canada. Joey's never left Barely. the United States. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'd be great. Uh, do you know how to drive a stick shift? Um, I could make it work. Yeah. It wouldn't be pretty for a little bit, but okay. So maybe we, we wouldn't be entirely screwed because it's hilarious. In episodes when people go to drive a car and neither of them can drive a stick shift. Yeah. And they're like screwed because like they yeah. can't get anywhere. Yep. Um, and guilty as charged. I can't drive a stick shift. So if we went on, I would probably learn yeah. beforehand. Yep. How to drive a stick. Yeah. I think we have good common sense too. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was going to yeah. say. I feel like you're both just sensible people. Like yeah. You would, you would figure stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. And we can stay calm. In stress, I feel. I like. think you'd yeah, have a lot of fun with it, except an intermittent volleyball. Yeah. It, oh yeah, that's true. And I think we just like want to take ourselves that seriously. Like we're just out there to have a good time. We'd be the favorite team. Yeah, because yeah. people uh, would think we were yeah, funny. I feel like everyone and would love you. Yeah, and hot. Okay, I'm um, already looking forward to seeing you guys on Amazing Race in two years. Facts. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna for make sure. an, we're gonna make an epic. Set your DVR application video. Yep. Record it on the VHS. Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so we're, we're a fan of kind of like the, the surviving shows. So another show my friends are into, especially Sam, oddly enough, 
is is Love is Blind. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've watched an entire season of Love is Blind. <laughs> hey, Micah, we, I have we, never we been more disappointed about, in you. We, <laughs> no hey, way. Was, me and Kyle, Kyle has got you around her finger. Me, no, <laughs> me and Kylie basically watched it like for the meme because Mike, you can say trashy, that. You can say that, but if you watched a whole season... Okay, but it's it's what's funny is it's so trashy. It's so entertaining because it's so stupid. And that's why we started. We're like, okay, I I love honestly, I find trashy romantic reality TV shows very entertaining. So watching something like Love is Blind, another one I've watched a few episodes of is Married at First Sight. They're very similar. Um they're just fun to make fun of. Like basically we spent the whole time making fun of the people and it's just I don't know. You guys get, we got to watch a whole season of a trashy show. Okay. I get what you're saying. You know, I get you, what you're saying. And I want to believe you, but if you made it through a full season of it, I felt like you were somewhat attached to it. I was attached to how trashy it was. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't, Mitch, Mitch, are you buying that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it was entertaining because it was bad. See, Mike, I, I get that. Like, and like, <laughs> I've, I've seen parts of it. Sorry to interrupt Mitch. We'll get back to you. Um, <laughs> I've seen parts of it and like I get that there's like a little bit of oh this is so bad like I want to watch and cringe but then I also feel like it just shows you so many bad examples that I don't want to like put that into myself because I feel like it shapes you even if you're just making fun of it to a certain extent I don't know maybe I'm I'm off, well it shows you what not d- to do better watch out Mike shows I would you just, what not to do I would just rather not see see any of that well, I, I haven't proposed to Kylie through a glass uh, wall that you can't see through without ever seeing her. So I think we're I think we're chilling. I don't think that's the point he's making, but all right. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> not at all the point I'm making, but that's okay. We'll run with Whatever. That. Mitch, thoughts. Sorry. Uh, I just think shows like that, I just cannot handle the amount of cringe that <laughs> that's just flows. No, it's no, not. No, it's no, it's not. I cannot handle the amount of cringe that flows from the TV screen when watching those kinds of shows. It's just, uh, I just like get me off of this channel, get me off of the show. Let me watch something legendary like The Office or something. Yeah. Okay, something that's Amen. gonna fulfill my soul. Okay. Oh, I ag- <laughs> yes. Well, I agree, but The Office is not a reality TV show. No, that's it's, true. That's true. We need exactly. To, we need to stick to the random conversation. conversation. We could we could have a ten episode series about The Office. That's so facts. we we'll save that for another time. Okay, but should we explain? Can I explain a little bit of what what this, these shows are about? Like these oh, Love okay. is Blind. Yeah, okay. yeah. Don't yeah, worry. So I guess yeah. Love a lot of people probably don't even know you. what Love is Blind is. So yeah, we we yeah. gotta explain this. So. Love is blind. They bring on uh, all these guys, all these girls who are like struggling to find love. So they say this in all these interviews. So they decide the perfect way to find love is to go meet a stranger without ever seeing them on TV. So basically they, they, they get to go in these things called pods, which we we're familiar with from COVID, you know, oh, yeah. those pods. Um, yep. They, so they say like, Hey, just go. Like there's no like s- specific pods you need to go to. Basically all the girls stay in their own pod. Um, they don't have to move the entire time, of course. Um, and the, <laughs> and the guys have to move around. Um, and they, it's basically like a bunch of blind dates. So, uh, a guy will go into a room and you can't see each other and you can just talk. Um, you talk about life, whatever you want to talk to, get to know each other. And then the guy basically goes from room to room, like learning about each girl. Um, and then some, and you can go over and over to different rooms. So like if you're finding like there's three girls you want to narrow yourself down to, 
you would talk specifically to those three girls. And what's funny is because a lot of times one guy would be like saying to two girls, like, man, I think you're the one like, like, and there's like those, both those girls think that that one guy is going to propose to them. So there's like all this drama between the girls because they're like, that's my man. But like the guys like acting equally to both girls, like saying the same things to them. So it's, it's really trashy. Like the guys, um, a lot of them, some of them are, are more genuine than others. Um, and then at some point the guys propose to the girl and then once they propose, they see each other for the first time ever. So they got to know each other through only conversation because they're trying to see if love is blind. So can you fall in love without ever seeing the person? So that's what that show's about. Married at first sight's basically the same thing, but it's like these quote unquote professionals who match people up and then they see each other for the first time at the altar. So they don't even get to like choose who they're marrying and they don't talk to them before they get married or proposed to. They literally see each other for the first time at the altar. And like they would walk up to the altar and say, hey, my name is Mark. Like crazy to think about. And then there's very few successful relationships that actually make it. Oh, really? Which Shocker. not surprising. Why is so that? in love is I in love is blind. Some get married, some don't. In married at first sight, some stay married or you, or you get divorced. But it's like a legal marriage, supposedly. I don't know. That's, this, that's one thing we can talk about. This is my thing. If there's a camera there, it's not 100% legit. Yes. Especially, like, there was, like, yeah, just anytime I'm, like, being filmed at all, I can tell I have that in the back of my mind. So, like, my actions and emotions and stuff are different because there's a camera. So I can't imagine what it's like to actually, like, film an entire season of a TV show. Yeah, like know that you're going to be like in front of a million people. Like, you yes, would, you would act so different. I feel like than you would. In real yeah, life. definitely. So, so my point is, I don't think there's such thing as reality TV. I'm convinced they're all actors. It's all made up. It's all a load of garbage. They're just playing with your emotions. So you watch this show. It's just a giant like dumpster just on fire. That's I, just what it is. Okay. <laughs> I partially disagree with you because I don't no think, way. I don't, don't think, you dare. I don't think it's hundred percent fake. Like you're saying, I think there's a little, like, I think these people are like actually like getting married and like actually trying to like get to know each other and like actually trying to make it work. But yes, they're going to act different. And I think some stuff might be scripted. Yeah. But Joey, I, I don't really think it's like hundred percent of there's no such thing as reality TV because by the nature of bringing TV into the mix, it's no longer what reality would have been like without TV. So I think that's definitely valid. Like, just by the nature of being on camera, it's not going to be how it was really. And I also agree with Mike that not everything is 100% scripted. But I think there are definitely in almost every show lots of scripted elements where a person is told to, like, be a certain way or there are things that are pre-planned that happen. Not everything, like Joey would think, but... I think that's pretty common. Are there like episodes where producers will look into the future for like these couples that have been like married or whatever? And do they like examine like, are you like, how are you guys doing? Like kind of like reintroduce your yeah. characters like, oh yeah, we're from like season one and like that shows on like on season four and like, yeah, we've done this, we've done this and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So in, in the love is blind season that me and Kylie watched, um, so there's, there's the main show and there's a reunion show at the end where they kind of bring them back and talk about it. Um, actually, I don't think we watched that one. What we did watch, though, um, was the two years later. 
So they two years later they had an episode, um, and basically had a party with like all of the couples from the season, um, and of course filled with drama. Like these people like aren't with this person anymore. This guy who they got married at the end of the season came with a different girl. Oh no. Or like Uh-oh. these two people are currently fighting or this there there's throughout the one season we watched, there's this couple and the guy, the guy in the relationship was like pretty, this is like the one I was talking about where he was like pretty dead on like two girls. Like he was saying like, I'm going to propose to you. I'm going to propose to you. And he chose one of the girls. Um, and the other girl he did not propose to got married to a different guy. Um, but the girl that he proposed to and got married to was so like, so salty about that girl just being in the room because she thought that he was just going to be flirty with her if she was in the room because like he wishes he had chosen her instead of her. So it's all this like drama and mm-hmm. like, it's like this stupid stuff. Seem like, like that's why coming back to years like, later, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. it was just funny to watch. Okay, well, enough about those shows. Now you know where we all stand on shows such as Love is Blind and Married at First Sight. Uh, what are some other veins? There's like the one one that's really interesting to me is the talent vein, like American Idol or AGT or oh, yeah. X Factor. Because those, those seem like it's not it's not following a story, really. So it seems like it could be more real. But do you guys still think like, what what happens after the acts is scripted? So are you talking about like America's Got Talent and stuff like that? Yeah, AGT is America's Got Talent. Oh, sorry, did you mention that? <laughs> yes, yeah. he did. He was looking at his phone while you were talking, Josh. Sorry, I was texting me. Thanks for paying attention, Joey. Josh, I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> Please don't hate me. Okay. <laughs> Continue. You might have to repeat the question, Josh. <laughs> I asked, do you guys think that even shows like American Idol or AGT, America's Got Talent, are scripted to a point as well because they seem they're less story based. So I feel like there's not quite as much room for like things to be written out or scripted beforehand. But do you think like what happens after the act, like what the judges say or who moves on is scripted? I think there's got to be some sketchy stuff going on with like American Idol and America's Got Talent and stuff like that. The thing that always gets me is like the backstories, like they had yep. to send a camera crew to like <clears throat> wherever this person was from and like do a story about how their dad went to get milk and didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great and example. Some, and then somehow they end up winning and it's just like, it's always the sob stories that win. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they write on the uh, the emotions of their story instead of the the qualities of their talents. But that's the problem with, with trying to get into these shows is that you have to have something like that. Yeah. Like, you have to have a story. Like, I helped my aunt uh, make her application video for American Ninja Warrior last year. And she had to, like, she had to tell this whole emotional story. Um, that like was true. She didn't make anything up, but like most of the video wasn't about her. It was about her experience with this, with this event that had happened and, and the emotional side of that. So it's just, it's, it's kind of sad how that's how you get on these shows is you have to like, you have to have this story because it's on in the end, they're trying to make money. That's that. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what I was they're trying about. to make entertainment. They're trying to make reality TV shows. 
it's TV show. You're trying to make money. You're trying to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. So people can't apparently just watch a bunch of buff people swing from obstacles. They have to hear, spend half the hour long episode hearing about their backstory. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's, there's two things that make it hard for me to trust like any TV show. One is the cameras there. If there's cameras there, I don't think it's legit. And two, the money that's going on. I feel like anytime there's very large amounts of money moving around and like marketing and advertising and stuff like that, like, there's just no way it's completely legit. There's stuff that we just don't see. It's not just people swinging from obstacles and stuff like that. There's other stuff that's going on underneath the table that we're not going to see. So that's why I don't trust that stuff. I think I would think shows like that are more legit than other shows like love is blind, but I think there's way more fake stuff going on than we think. That's fair. True. That's a, that's a pretty uh, lukewarm take. I think I think I'm correct on that one though. Yeah. So I think it's a fine take if it's. I think correct. he's just saying it's yeah. lukewarm because it's more widely accepted. Like most people yes. would yeah. agree to that extent that yeah, we don't know everything going on. All right, I think that's good for the reality TV topic. So I got a topic generator pull up and let's hit it. Drum roll. Yeah, drum roll. Okay. Uh, here it is. I think this one will be spicy. What are some good and bad things about the education system in your country? Ooh. In our country would be the United States of America. So that's a good one. Yeah, that's a spicy one. Okay, I'll I'll go first. I think I'll get yeah. canceled first. Yeah, that's, be a really that's yeah. Fair. Oh boy. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna try to explain this because people will get mad when I say it. But then let me explain. I think that teachers' unions. <laughs> You can't break. <laughs> Aren't great in the public school system. This is why, okay? Unions overall, I don't hate. Because if you have employers and like the like reality on one side, you have the teachers unions on the other side or unions in general, and they kind of balance each other out to make sure that people are getting treated fairly, getting paid fairly. That's good. Um, but one of the issues, so here's how a normal one would work. So take like a small business, for example. So let's just take my landscaping company, for example. Well, not mine, the one I work for, for example. So say me as an employee, I push too hard. Like I'm like, I need to be making $100,000 a year doing landscaping and I'm only working three days a week. The business wouldn't be able to last. So the business would go out of business. We wouldn't be able to pay me, so we would go under. So there's consequences if the union or the employee pushes too far one way. The issue is that can't take place in the the school system because the government just never runs out of money. They can just keep printing more. So I think that unions in general for some stuff are good and they're good for employees, but I think like in the public sector, we might need to figure out something a little different because they have like a ton of power and they can, yeah, like with COVID and stuff, like that's basically what shut school down for a while. And like, I think we'll be seeing the consequences of that for a very long time. So there's my hot take. I'm sure a lot of people will love that one. True. That's pretty hot. I, Mitch, would you describe that as a nu- nuclear take? No. 
That's not a nuclear take because there is there is hard fact, uh, hard facts and truth in that. So uh, yeah, that's a hot one because it's just like it's debated today, and there's a lot of lot of different opinions. So it's hot. It's not nuclear because it's not bad. Yeah, Mitch was saying before like, this, just he just really lies. wants a topic where we get some nuclear takes. So yeah, someday something that gets your your gears going. It really pets your goat. Really pets your goat. Yeah. Okay, Mitch, Mitch, what do you got? I feel like Mitch, you 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 have something. Sorry, I just wanted to say that like that's a good example. Like with your work, with unions aren't that much big of a problem because they they can work in that area. But with with the education system, there is so much influence in that, like just across the nation, and with young kids and stuff, you know that that'll stick with them forever. If they just continue into that, like through the public school system, through elementary, middle school, and high school, um, and so if, and it, like the one problem is, it's just like it's all funded from one place, and that one place decides it all. What you teach, who teaches it. There's any pushback, you're gone. <laughs> so sorry, you missed your chance. Uh, go find somewhere else. Um, so it's I don't know. It's just a very um, big spots in our youth and to have it be that controlled uh, and that influence is, is quite dangerous. And then, like you said, I think we'll see that in, in the years to come. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, super hard for the kids too because like there are times in the last year when they were like taken out of school for three weeks because uh, teachers were on strike um, and that's just hard on the the students. And I remember one of my professors in the spring, um, there were like multiple times within a month that he said like, oh, we can't have class today. I'm canceling class or we're doing class on Zoom because my kids are home again from the Minneapolis public school. So we have, I'm at home with my kids. We have to have class from Zoom or it's canceled. So yeah, that's just hard for, the students, but it's also hard for the parents because then they have to, they have to be at home with their kids and they can't go to their jobs. And then we can't learn in our classes because our professors are, have to stay home with their kids. And it's just big, big trinkle effect, domino effect. Trinkle effect. I like that. I don't know why I said trinkle. Effect. I don't know why that came to my mind. I really like that. Well, trinkle effect. I, I don't know much about like public school systems. So I'm going to, I'm going to split off in a bit of a different vein and talk about charter schools. And I also think this is really funny because we're not like that knowledgeable about any of this stuff, which is the beauty of random topic generators. We just can act like know-it-alls and no one's going to tell us any different unless we get some angry emails after this. Feel free to send angry emails to us. We'll read them. We'll probably respond. Yeah. And we'll wreck you with logic and facts and not care about your feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, whoever could that be influenced by? Um, Just kidding. That was a joke. We will consider... And knowing that you're defeated, leave us a five-star rating. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, take a break before I get into my hot take on charter schools. Uh, Our ratings started showing up on Spotify. I think we must need to get like 15 or something for them to start showing up because what do we have now? Let me check. We are at... 25 star reviews. No guys. way. Let's go. 25 star so reviews. So thank is you all awesome. for reviewing the podcast. That is pretty epic. Yeah, we're glad that it's uh, it's going well. Should we should we have an update on our stats because we have a new country? No way. I saw that. No I way. Saw that. Yes. Okay. So now this is, this is what our stats say. Uh, 99% United States. 
Makes sense. Uh, we already said that the less than 1% was of Taiwan was my aunt and uncle. Probably. Um, confirmed. Uh, now we have less than 1% Lithuania. No way. I don't know anyone that lives in Lithuania. So do you guys? I don't Because I don't. I don't I know think we have a random listener in Lithuania. No Because way. I only have my only relatives that I know that are in another country right now are the ones that are in Taiwan. So I don't know who this is. Hey, whoever you are, if you're listening to this, please send us an email because we really want to yeah. know who you are. I'm guessing it was just some random like five-year-old kid banging on the keyboard and listened to like two seconds of it. But well, he was blessed. He was blessed. There's a lot worse things you can come upon with banging on a keyboard randomly. <laughs> Um, this is true. I think our po- our podcast is pretty high on the list of wholesome things you can do. Yeah, I would say so. Keyboard. So unless someone's using like a, um, what's it called? VPN. A VPN. Yeah, yeah. Maybe someone's using a v- VPN for Lithuania <laughs> so that they can watch The Office on Netflix. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> We're actually sponsored by NordVPN. I don't know if you know that. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, please sponsor us and Doritos and Pringles. <laughs> Uh, we're still working on it, guys. Um, hey, all right, can so we can we can we give a, a little little golf clap for our Lithuanian listener? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's give a golf clap. <laughs> okay, yeah. and I want right. I want to add on to these stats um, because in our senior episode we were talking about Iowa. Um, if I recall correctly, Dana was a little upset about us bashing Iowa, and then we were talking about like a percentage of listeners in states, and I was like, wow, I wish we could see like percentage of listeners in states and then i went on to like the desktop version of anchor and turns out you can click on the united states no and way see state percentages so i don't know i i can't fact check right now but i do you remember what we guessed for percentages of minnesota and iowa we guessed it was a little more minnesota so like maybe se- i think we said 70 30 yeah i was gonna i think it I was mean, around just, there i'd yeah, no, be like 80 20 yeah yeah, here are the percentages. Oh, I can go. Okay, I can go even lev- a level deeper than than states. I can go into like regions of states. No way. Hey, do, but do anyways, states first. Do states first. Minnesota is sixty six percent. Iowa is twenty. Wisconsin is three. Nebraska is two. California is one. And all other states are like less than one percent. Guys, we are so, nationwide. <laughs> no way. <laughs> That's insane. That's crazy. all the way, all the way from Minnesota to California. Who's listening in California. Yeah, and like who's I'm listening? I'm so curious who's listening in California. Guys, email us two dot four dot five spelled out T W O. You know the drill. Two dot four dot five dot podcast at gmail dot com. Tell us if you're not uh, from Minnesota or Iowa. Tell us where you're from. Introduce yourselves. We'd love to know our listeners are in California, Wisconsin, because um, we know a lot that are Minnesota and Iowa just because friends and relatives that live there. But we want to know where you guys are from. So if you're from a state other than Minnesota and Iowa, please email us and introduce yourselves. OK, but this is interesting because I can I can go into the states and see regions. So in Iowa, 89 percent Sioux Center, which makes sense. Makes sense. That's probably my friends here. Um, but then we got 11% from Ames, and I'm going to take a guess and shout out Sophie Schmidt. No Sophie, way! No yes, way. let's go! Yes. Sophie, thank you for listening to the podcast. We appreciate it. That's You're making awesome. up 11% of our epic. Iowa listeners. <laughs> that is pretty epic. Thanks, Sophie. Um, let me go back to Minnesota and see regions. Uh, we got Minneapolis, 61%. St. Paul, 32%. And then we have Schroeder, 
and Lake George, 2%. Where is Schroeder? I have no idea. Yeah. I've never heard of that. The only thing I can think of, Lake George, that's like pretty far up north in like Oak Grove and stuff. So let me look up where Schroeder is. Maybe that's like Scop, perhaps. Could be. Shout out if it is. Um, If not, take it back. Wait, Schroeder is right next to Lucent. Oh, then it was probably us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we listened to it on the car a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. And continuing our stats on our Instagram page, which you guys should go follow, the the 245 podcast, at the 245 podcast on Instagram. Go follow us. Um, 31 followers on there. So that's pretty cool. Um, There's some people that have followed it that I would not expect to even find out about the podcast. That's kind of cool that uh, that's spreading around a little bit. You know, that we are the usual people, uh, some of our friends, uh, some relatives. Um, yeah, some a lot, of, a lot of people on there. So I'm glad to see that uh, people are following our pod, podcast Instagram, the 245 podcast on Instagram. I'm going to be honest. I don't know how I feel about the Instagram because I feel like just people who I wouldn't necessarily want to know about the podcast will find it now. Do you have names, Josh? <laughs> yeah, Josh, who do you not want to know about the podcast? No, like, I don't, I just feel like random people at Dort will, like, get it recommended and, oh. like, see that, see that I'm, like, being followed by it. And, yeah, I don't know. It just makes me a tad uncomfortable, but that's all right. I'll live in the uncomfort. Yeah. boy, Josh. Good that's work. The, that's the spirit. Growth mindset. Growth mindset. Yeah, so we'll be posting, uh, just, you know, we'll, we'll put some reminders on there when podcasts are out. We'll post uh, a picture on our story, maybe every once in a while when we're recording. Should we? Should we? Should, uh, okay. Should we? Should, yeah. yeah no, so, guys, Josh, wait, wait till after the podcast. We're gonna we're gonna post on it. So okay, we're gonna spoiler. post a picture of us in the studio and Josh in the studio. We're gonna put it on there. Uh, so go check it out. Like that picture. Follow us on Instagram, the two four five podcast. Okay. With that, back into the what were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> Education system. <laughs> oh, I was gonna. Education I was gonna system. talk about charter schools. Let's uh, go. Um, okay, so if you don't know, charter schools are a thing in Minnesota that are basically private schools, except the state pays for them, so students don't have to pay tuition. And how I understand it, and like I said, I don't know much at all, so this could be very far off. But we're gonna act like it's true. Um, from what I understand, charter schools just need to have some sort of like focus which is called a charter, and it's kind of like a statement of what their school is about. So, for example, you could have a charter on, like, athletic leadership, and your focus is, like, developing leaders in athletics, but you also are, like, a school, too. So what are some examples of charter schools we've played? There was Learning for Leadership. Um, That was an experience. (laughs) Yeah, Learning for Leadership. We've talked about them before on the pod. They're the school that got shut down because they were not teaching well. Um. They were apparently about leadership, but they didn't teach their students leadership at all. There was... Is there PACT? PACT Charter. Yeah, PACT. I don't know what their charter is, but... Wait, does that stand for something? PACT. What is um, I, I just remember them bragging about their ACT score average. Nope, nope. That was a different school. Who was that? That was uh, Math and Science. Oh. Oh, yep. True. Yeah. I remember... Okay, this is a slight, slight rabbit trail, but I remember at Hiawatha, there was like a poster on the wall that said it was like bragging about ACT scores and saying like our student average is like, it was like 21 or something. And we just all burst out laughing. (laughs) (laughs) 
But I suppose hey, that's good for a school like maybe Hiawatha. Maybe they, they're proud of that. Yeah, they were. You're really just putting them right down right now, Josh. I'm you sorry. Gotta, I shouldn't have said that. My yeah. bad. Hiawatha you know, players, good if job. you're listening to this. Good job. I'm proud of you. Uh, but another school we played that was a charter school was called Mung Academy. And this is where I have a little beef with charter schools because the only rule with charter schools is they're not allowed to be like religiously affiliated because we went to a private Christian school where we had to pay like a lot of tuition because it wasn't state funded at all. And we couldn't just make a Christian charter school where our charter was to like teach Christianity. Like they can't be religiously or I thought supposedly ethnically affiliated. But here's this charter school and it's literally called Hmong Academy. And 95% of the kids who go there are Hmong. So I don't understand how that's different than having like, we, we, we always joked like, oh, we should make a Dutch, a Dutch Academy where <laughs> our charter is we only accept like Dutch reformed kids. <laughs> like what's, what's going to stop us? But yeah, basically it seemed just like a hack to have a private school, but get state funding. So I feel like there's some some rule somewhere in that that's a little broken that's a allowing gray area. for schools like Hmong to exist. Josh, I appreciate that take that take because I don't know if I've ever heard that from you before. I've not either. Neither. And I, I kind of like it. I the Hmong one is interesting because that's like a whole culture and stuff. Like it's not. Yeah. It's not a religion. So yeah, that's that's a little interesting to me how that works because I think the Hmong community has their own religion. But, they but the also school like, isn't necessarily like that. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's an interesting take. I don't know take. quite where the, where the boundaries are. But we were always just a little jealous of Monk because they had like a whole a, a sports bubble that like a super nice turf field in a sports bubble. They had a super Heated nice like, rooms. athletic complex. They had locker rooms for one. We did not. Yeah, we didn't even have that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just always seemed a little little unfair. But... Joey, I appreciate your appreciation for my take. Mitch, where would you rate that that take on the 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 cold to nuclear level? That's a medium. Medium? Like lukewarm or like is medium hot if it's on a scale no, no, no. of I, I, Is I, it like I, microwave I, hot? No, I, I'm thinking like wing sauces. Oh, okay. Okay. So okay. Lukewarm is kind of like your standard like mild. Because you know, you know, places have like mild, medium, hot. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I think yours kind of lies between. Can, uh, can you give us an example of a mild take, Mitch? The Earth is round. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mild take. <laughs> it's just straight up facts. <laughs> I okay. mean, I feel like yeah. it'd be lower than that. Yeah, I feel like that's a cold take. <laughs> yeah, but I guess people still debate it. So, I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess it makes sense. Austin and Connor Bartz, if you're listening to this, you would you would say it's a mild. <laughs> they take would probably because dis- you would disagree. Yeah, they probably disagree with that one. Um. What would be an example of a cold take? Like what? What's something that everyone one believes? plus one equals two? Oh, so it's not, that's like not even a take. It's like that's just objective fact. That's just a fact. fact. Yeah, like not just even opinion. Something that's completely objective, no debate. But then what cold. would what would so be a cold take? Absolute then? zero. Wait, hold on, hold on. Here's here's the thing. I feel like this is a two way thing. Uh, there's two different scales going on here. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Because you said nuclear take, right? Nuclear take. Yep. But you said a nuclear take has to be. Bad, right? What what does bad mean when you're talking about takes, Mitch? Either totally like made up of lies, like you sit on a throne of lies. Okay. 
or it is something just completely out there that like no one's heard of. Okay, okay. And it could be somewhat controversial or it could be really trivial. Okay, no, hear me out, hear me out. I think we need to make a chart. So you remember the chart that Sam made that was like- scale? That too, but this is different. <laughs> this is more specific. The He rated all of us on the scale that was causes problems, solves problems, was on the, the x-axis, oh, yeah. oh, and then yeah. on purpose and on accident is on the <laughs> oh, vertical. Yes. And that was so good. So I think we need to do one for takes. So it's either a good take or a bad take, and then it's like a hot take or a cold take. And you can like- Nuclear or absolute zero. Yes, yeah. nuclear or absolute zero. I okay, think that we're going to make this chart and we will release it probably on our Instagram. Yeah, yeah. we'll put it on our Instagram. It might someday. take a bit because we need to build up like a very big bank of takes. So if you have a take, email <laughs> us. <laughs> email us or DM us with your take and we'll add it to yep. the XY plane of cold to nuclear and good to bad takes. I think that would be a really fun podcast to have everyone send in their hottest take and we, we go over them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So email us. Uh, at this point, if you don't have our email and your contacts, what are you doing? So every week we're going to be asking True. you guys to email us. So email us 2.4.5.podcast at gmail.com with your hottest takes. Maybe you'll be featured on the episode. Just maybe. All right. Um, I got one more random topic. I clicked I clicked past the education one, and I just thought this one would be a good shortish one to end us off. It's not really like hot or cold. It's just something about you. So this is what is your favorite album, or I'm just going to like put it to like top albums because it's hard to narrow it down to one right now. What is, what is, what is your music that you enjoy listening to currently? And yeah, let's do albums. So like an album oh. by a specific artist. Easy. The new Taylor Swift album. Just kidding. I haven't, <laughs> listened, to, I haven't listened to any of that. Oh, I you either, hot surprisingly. Take? I was gonna. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> I don't know. New Taylor Swift is garbage. <laughs> That's, that is a take. <laughs> I'm gonna trigger all That's, the females. I, I need to listen to that album, but I have not listened to it yet. Okay, Joey, okay. You said all the females. One of my friends here, shout out Hendrick, is a is a Taylor Swift fan. Hendrick, good. if you're listening to this, I'm sorry for the offense Joey hey, has caused you. Taylor I'm Swift not. has good music. Old, it's just her older stuff. Older stuff. Yes. Same that, thing with Bruno Mars. That, that's one of the takes that I have is like when bands start off, the older music that they created was like their peak and then they pretty much just like simmer off or like just dive straight down. I, I find that with a lot of bands. There are very few bands that will like start making music right away and then it'll just like stay at that level of excellence. Yeah. Or mm. progressively get better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll jump back to the albums question. And here's my thing. I don't listen to music in albums. Me neither. That's what I was like, going to say. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have an album. Yeah. Like, if you ask me to name literally one album, I don't think I could. Well, I could do Midnight by Taylor Swift because everyone's losing their freaking minds over it. There were girls that were like waiting anxiously uh, in the student center like till midnight and they just like left at midnight to go listen to the album. So I was like, All That's right. really funny. Yeah, so that's my answer to the question. I, I don't have any favorite albums. I just listen to songs that's interesting that I like. Yeah, that's something I do a lot. Like I get I get kind of into an artist and then I just have a certain album I like, so I just put the album on shuffle a lot. Um, but I guess if that if that question doesn't fit you guys, you can go with like a few songs or something. Or or, okay. or artists. Like that I just, can answer. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been liking listening to more One Republic lately. Mm, so they go. made the song I Ain't Worried from that's in Top Gun. Um, but I started listening to some of their other stuff and I think it's pretty good. So 
One song I've been liking too is Sunshine by them, which is good. Um, specifically the Moti remix. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but I've been liking those. Uh, also, Joey's going to agree with me on this. Betty Get Money. Oh my goodness. Greatest banger right now. What is this? So good. Oh, it's such a good song. It's a remix of, the, what's the name of this song? Never Gonna, Never give, gonna you give You Up. up. Never Gonna By Give Rick You Astley. Up. Rick Astley. Yep. So it's a re, like a remix of that, but he raps over it in super hype. Um, so yes, I agree with that. Um, I've been listening to a lot like older country and I kind of like that. And a uh, big fan of Morgan Wallen. Oh, so good. Very good. So good. Very good. True. Okay, can you I guys to, tell me, but Mitch, oh. before you go, I just want to hear about your guys's, uh, I would say like, uh, what's a good word for this? Fall into country music? Like, when I left Fall? you guys. Oh my no, you know you, what it is? You were not into country, and now I feel like I've just been abandoned, and all you guys <laughs> it, listen to is country. Yeah, it's. I think it's landscaping, man. There's something that's, they, they just like <laughs> understand what I'm going through. <laughs> <laughs> and I, what? Yeah. <laughs> there's just sometimes there's okay. Here, let me say this. Let me say this. There's a lot of garbage country songs. There's like a lot, but I feel like there's some on the on the like the outside edge of country music. There's some really good songs that actually are like somewhat meaningful, and like they're actually somewhat good. But I think when you're just landscaping, it's just like hot. You're just digging a hole. There's like something relatable about country music and I kind of love it. So I don't know what happened there, but and this pop is just so lame. It's just all the same garbage over and over again. And it means absolutely nothing. So I'm kind of done with pop. And now I listen to Betty. <laughs> for me, it was Evan who got me. Into no way. Yeah. So see, that's what I thought it was for college. both of you. That's what I was getting yeah. at. But yeah, when he would hang ahead, out in Mike. our room, like sometimes like late at night, Mitch and Evan would just be like throwing the football around the room and he would play country music from his phone. I was like, some of the stuff is actually pretty good. So I started adding some of the songs that Evan would play into my, like, I just like started making a country playlist, which fun fact, my playlist picture is a picture of Josh, uh, in a country, uh, cowboy outfit. So that's fun. Um, that's how I got into it. So yeah, Mitch, we need to hear your album, your, your favorite songs right now. Um, so I have a playlist that's just called, uh, quote unquote, those songs. And like when I hear the songs that I have in that playlist, it's like, yeah, these are absolute bangers or like there, there's just something that is so great about them. So there are a lot of, of my favorite songs that I pick off of like different albums and stuff. And that, that could be from like Toby Mac, Mercy Me, uh, Muse, Radiohead, uh, Built to Spill. I have such a wide variety. I even have Minecraft soundtrack songs on there uh, from like old all the way to like some of the newest releases. Minecraft soundtrack. <laughs> yep. It's, it's so good. Um, but yeah, I, my playlist is so weird, but it's just, it, it's one of those things that just, it's fit, it fits me so well, especially when I'm playing games. It just gets me in the mood. Well, Good to hear. Um, I'll finish it off. I think I'll narrow it down to two albums that are pretty hot right now for me. Uh, the first, I talked about being into Chris Renzma and his newest album, which is called Get Out of the Way of Your Own Heart. I really like. So I've been putting that one on shuffle a lot recently, and I basically love all the songs. There's not like any in there that I'll be like, oh, shoot, and skip it. 
Like, I'll listen to any of them. So been really enjoying that. And another new album that is actually fairly popular. Like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are listening to it. But it's called Stick Season by Noah Kahan. And it's also very good. So I would say those are my, my top two right now. Nice. I, I've been listening to that newest Chris Runs of my album, too. I guess that's what I've been listening to. But, uh, yeah, mostly just don't listen to albums. So, yeah. That is fair. I cool. feel like with the with, uh, um, new era of streaming services albums are less less of a thing because people just find specific songs they like and make playlists and just listen to random stuff because when you when you used to just play it on cds or records you would literally buy an album and that's what yeah. you would put on you wouldn't be so, switching records between every song things have changed a lot for sure yep all right well thank you all for joining us in our talk about where did we go i can't even remember Reality TV, reality, reality TV, the education system, some stuff on our stats, and some some music at the end. So we hope you enjoyed our takes, whether they be good, bad, cold, or nu- nuclear. Oh, I messed that up. Absolute zero or nuclear. <laughs> guys, turns right, Josh. Nuclear takes. We'll have the official <laughs> the official chart. We soon, just like guys. add a chart and then just like put like little points. Yep. Of each take, we'll we'll update it. Yeah. Don't worry, it's coming. Anyways, be on the lookout for that. But for now, we will see you next time and hope you all have a great day. Catch you on the flippity flip. See you in the next realm. Peace out, gangsters.